there. Welcome to Interviews on Between the Pieces, where Tank and DPS go to protospiels, other conventions, and talk to prototype designers and figure out where they are with their works in progress. Do pardon some of the background noise, as these being on location is difficult to have the perfect sound environment. Enjoy. So obviously your name is Lucy. Oh, you but... is already on? <laughs> we cut things. Okay, it's all, right. all good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so obviously your name is Lucy. Yes. So what is your full name so we know? Lucy Schultz. Lucy Schultz, Schultz Design. Cool. And I've been designing games for, I don't know, since the late 1900s. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit before I was born. A little bit before you were born. Yes. <laughs> so what are you showing us today? Okay, so today this is called Wranglers and Rustlers. And this is the deluxe version because it comes with the cards. Yay! Okay. So I initially designed this and then submitted it to an agent okay. who was able to submit that to Spielspots in Germany. Jeez. And they got excited about it. They wanted to add more to it. and they added these cards to this part of the game. Okay. And um, it looked very German, which is nothing necessarily bad about looking German, but in the United States, some people, mm -hmm. or the average person, when Toys R Us used to be here, yeah. I figured they're not going to sell that at Toys R Us, so much for Toys R Us. <laughs> Toys R Us, and they're yes. not selling a lot of things. <laughs> yes, so since it looks so German, I wanted to make an American version, and calling it an American version mm -hmm. made me want to make it even more American. Yeah. So that's why when we went to Texas, I was like, this is this American is the theme, theme that I want to do. Yes. America. Yes, America. <laughs> so the object of the game is to get the most points. And in order to get points, it's a push your luck type of dice game. Okay. So you're trying to roll point combinations and get the most points. Okay. What's different from other push your luck games like Farkle? Because you might say, oh yeah, that seems familiar to Farkle, me. Farkle, yeah, Yes. Yeah is I have this specialty die. Okay. The green horseshoe allows you to keep rolling. The red horseshoe, you just stop and you get what you got. You mm -hmm. can't get anymore. The pitch fork throws a whole new thing into it because you fork over your points to another player. So rather you pitch fork your points yeah. over to someone Fork else. it over. So you're gonna roll the lowest score okay. possible. But what happens with that, which is really nice, because some of those other games where you have a really strong leader and they just run away mm -hmm. and then there's other people dragging in the back especially if you're playing with families the kids yeah. are crying because there's no way they're going to win with this pitchfork they can turn it around they turn it around and all the okay. people who've got the extra yeah. points are giving it to the kid or the you know other player who's got the least amount of points so it pulls everybody the, back everybody together. back together again Very good. and it helps balance out the gameplay more cool and then what was added with these cards in the deluxe version, this lucky wrangler wrangler keeps you lucky, and this mixes the fork over. Okay. The sheriff protects you against the rustler who can steal your points. So it's a bit of take that. Mm -hmm. Also injected it to yeah. it. Very cool. Yeah. I can see why they wanted to put that in there. Yeah. So tell me more. I haven't I haven't heard too many people who went through like agents to get okay. games published. I know I've heard um, recently one of the. Daryl's um, is looking to become an agent for people. So how was yeah. that process for you? It's really hard to find an agent. Okay. And it's really hard to find an agent. Well, if you do find an agent, are they one who really understands games? Can they present games? Mm -hmm. Most of them present products or they're presenting books yeah. or ideas like that. And they don't understand the difference of really pitching a game. 
And the guy that I had was really good at pitching ideas and game ideas to the European market. Okay. So I was reluctant to have him come and pitch my game in the American market. In hindsight, I may have just done it because at least I had an agent, so I don't have an agent here in the U.S. Uh And in the meantime, he has retired. Oh, no. So I don't have an agent. So if there's an agent out there... (laughs) I mean, I'll try to help pitch your game, but... (laughs) I'm looking, because I've got a whole mess. i got a whole slew of games. I really do. And I, as a designer, enjoy inventing. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy designing, and I do the graphics for them. But you don't want to do like the pitching and the publishing and the marketing and the. It's the marketing, and the sales. Um, I, if someone wants me to pitch something, I can pitch it, mm-hmm. but I don't want to pitch it for a, the sale of a huge yeah. thing. And if I'm going to pitch my idea to someone who can represent me, and then they can take all the paperwork and all the left brain yeah. work, that's what I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a few other places that I found in the United States that do it a little bit differently. And I'm trying to consider stuff and weigh my options because sometimes when you disclose your idea, they'll keep it confidential Mm -hmm. for three years or they'll keep it confidential for 10 years or they don't keep it confidential at all. Okay. So you have to be really careful. But I've gotten to a point where I have so many ideas that I'm ready to just risk it because if I have 25 ideas in the basement and they just stay in the basement they're going nowhere yeah. so i'm starting to get to that point where there's a lot of designers that are in your boat and the thing is game designs are kind of like when you create artwork once you create it it's kind of yours it's like yeah. that personal copyright ip yeah. um but also the board game community is incredibly tight-knit and there has been a few cases in the past where like they presented it to a publisher mm-hmm. and it got turned down Mm -hmm. And the publisher, for some reason, came out with this miraculous game that all of a sudden was just like it. Yes. And the entire community bombarded them, put them out of business because of it. So designers don't have to be as worried, especially Mm -hmm. if they have the information to back themselves up. Yeah. You know, if you have, you know, the social media posts, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I'm guessing if you looked at print-on-demand stuff. Right. um, For, you know, being able to just get a bunch of copies, Mm -hmm. you know, a couple hundred maybe, depending on how much you're willing to put into it kind of thing. Um, I like print on demand. I also like publishing, you know, get stuff published, not have to worry about it at all. Yeah. I really do enjoy that too. Yeah. So like what inspired this game? What inspired this game was not Farkle, but it was a game similar to Farkle. Okay. Where friends of ours came over and we, or maybe even we were at a restaurant and they just brought six dice along and we were playing a game similar to Farkle. But I wanted to make it my own and mm-hmm. I wanted to make it more exciting. And also the whole thing of, one person getting way too many points, the other person being so far behind. How do I even that out? Yeah. And I also wanted to start my first game and publish my first game with something very simple. Not a lot of plastic parts, injection molded pieces where I have to get molds. And Not a ton of minis where it's going to take yeah, over like, the planet. I can't invest in all of this. Yeah. So this was not my very first game. My very first games I had did three card games and they were only cards. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's easy. There's a template and you get them printed and then you have to find a cool package. So all all of my stuff is not in a traditional package. One, because I wanted it to look different. Two, because it's actually actually less expensive, some of these options. Yeah. So like this bag. It's a cute bag. Keeps everything together. Normally when you have a regular card box, it falls apart, it's held together with rubber bands. And that's mom's number one complaint with Mm -hmm. these cards all over our house. Yeah. So with this um, pouch here, it's a drawstring. My other three were zippered pouches with clips, and you could clip them on the back of your backpacks. There you go. So 
in the long run, it was actually cheaper to do it that way and clever yeah. compared to the box. Sure. And it gave me more flexibility. And it kind of had a family, you know, games on the go, packed in a pouch. Yeah. Kind of mini, mini games are getting a lot of momentum yeah. lately. Yeah. So, does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay. Okay. Um, what did you bring here and what are you looking to get out of? Okay, you know, playing the games here at Protospiel, a place where you know all the designers come together and try and help yeah. each other. Yeah, um, I brought one very specific game that I wanted to get the gameplay balanced. I had a friend, or I still have a friend. <laughs> They're still my friend. However, after I put him through what I put him through, he's like, I don't know if I ever want to do this. I was trying to work out the. He's a, got his doctorate in math. Oh no! So I was thinking, okay, you'll be able to figure out all the statistics, all the statistics to figure out if this is going to work. And then I also tested it here. And just testing it here, I realized what I had done is not gonna work. So I went home and that's why I came so late today uh -huh. because I had to reprint everything in order to balance out uh -huh. the statistics better. And okay. so I wanna retry that after I printed everything out okay, to see cool. if I got it more balanced. And what I also wanna do is I kind of set this precedent. I started with those first three card games and then I brought in a new, introduced a new card game or a new game mm -hmm. every year since then <laughs> on my own. I mean, my husband helps a lot. My kids even help pack this stuff up. Uh -huh. But um, I figured, okay, I just need to market what I do have. Mm -hmm. But then these ideas just keep coming. Oh yeah, my husband has the same and problem. I can't, like they develop themselves and I can't even help myself. So I'm like, okay, but just one a year. I can't really get to more than that. So this one accidentally we were playing, we were trying to play poker with mm -hmm. kids. It wasn't working. <laughs> Nobody knew how to play, even the adults didn't know how to play. Yeah. So then we- So that leads to some interesting rules. Yes. So then we veered all the way back to, let's just play spoons, everybody knows how to play it. So then I said, what if we combine poker and spoons, what do you get? And so that's the game that I'm testing here, cool. is to figure out how to balance this out so that it's not spoons anymore, mm -hmm. and it's something new. It's so, hard to get something new. Yeah. So you could compare it to Spoons, but it's not exactly Spoons. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, like if somebody wanted to find this game or they wanted to find the German version of this game, where would they go? Okay. So the German version is called Abgesagt. Abgesagt. Yes. And what does that mean in English? In English, I think it's more like I gotcha. Okay. Or it's kind of like a card shark. So it's, I can't remember exactly. There's not a literal. Translation yeah, like a English. take that card shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, on the box, there's a bunch of old dogs sitting around a yep. poker table smoking cigars. So that's why I said that's not really that. That's American. not really a kid's and it's game. It's not kid friendly, but this is definitely a kid friendly okay. game. So if you head on to like Amazon, you could find that game, maybe. I don't know if you can still find it unless you're finding it used. Okay. If you go in any of the reviews, you can find it, but. Um, Spielspass is not publishing it anymore. They had the big version, and then they went to a smaller compact version, mm -hmm. and then now I think it's out of print. So, so now it's rare. So it's rare, <laughs> and now is my time to shine because now I got this American version, and I'm yeah. hoping that it will go somewhere. And this one is for sale on my website. Very cool. So What's your website? It is lucysdesign.us. So you want to spell that out for me? So L-U-C-Y-S-D-E-S-I-G-N dot U-S. Cool. All right, we'll have to add that to the comments so you guys can go to it. That would be great. <laughs> and I even have videos showing how these things are played, Very which cool. makes it a lot easier than 
just looking at it and saying, oh, or just reading I, the rules and waiting yeah, for the dice like tower to come out. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, exactly. cool. Well, I'm really glad you're here at ProGerspiel and I could talk to you about your games and hopefully we'll be able to see you maybe at Origins pitching to people because that's would, the best place to that. pitch to people. I would love that. I'm, that's my plan if I can squeeze it in the schedule. We've got Origins, if you if you had to go to Gen Con or Origins and your plan is to pitch, go to Origins. Origins yeah. is when publishers have more time to do pitches. Okay. Gen Con is a meat grinder, all they're there to do is sauce. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's yeah, what they're that's... there for. They pay thousands and thousands of dollars for the booth and they're there to make sales. Gotcha. Yeah, I really do want to go to Origins. Um, my son won a contest. Oh awesome. So we're gonna be out west and then we have to get back in time or it's the other way around and we have to like one way or another zip across the country from one end of the end to the other but we're really trying to get it in this year to be very cool well hopefully we'll see you there you can see yes. the, us in the middle of the for you now that i know yeah. we're going to be there the big game crafter white van yeah, yeah all right cool. cool well thank you very right. much you're welcome thank you thank you for listening to interviews on between the pieces with tank and dps see you next time <laughs>